really not enough playmaking for us tonight um, and it's really as simple as that uh, particularly in the second half at the beginning of the second half I thought they heated up offensively and we weren't able to keep pace with them you're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf presented by neighborhood Ford store the Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers now here's Tunch and Wolf good morning you're in the locker room he's Wolf I'm Tunch and uh, we have uh, disappointment and uh disappointment indeed my friend yeah yeah and but uh, uh it is not a death knell it's disappointing yeah but this ain't done this ain't done by a long way yeah yeah so i'm gonna ask you a question go ask away my friend are you worried or you're are you concerned i have of, concern yeah i'm not worried look um the elements that made this an 11-0 run are still there right it's still there now the, the place where I'm concerned about is in a defense that is top-notch, but you keep losing starters. Right. Now you got an offensive line. You're down to your third, fourth-string left guard. I mean, you, you got some issues there, and I understand. That's what concerns me. But the other elements that this team has, um, it's still there. And I, I refuse to – to me, some of the stuff that's talking about being talked about is nonsense. Right. I mean, Ben. Is Ben? You think Ben's done? No, no, no. I think he was discouraged last night. Who wouldn't be? Yeah, you know, you get frustrated, you get discouraged. And the one thing about that I really appreciated about Ben over the last couple of years, he's really shouldered his share of the burdens. It's it's about hey, you know, I, I cover for a lot of these guys, and the fact is. You know, um, he sit there and says it begins with me. Well, it may begin with you, but you got to have people line up, lock arms, and sh- come shoulder to shoulder with you. Yeah, and uh, uh, he he's uh, he's throwing a ball, and uh, the, the receivers are not catching it. You know, after a whole week, Deontay Johnson. After a whole week of listening and and hearing about the fact, well, if you don't, you know, you don't. Catch the ball, then we're going to find uh, we're going to replace with people who do. Right, uh, it, Mike did. Yeah. You know, he sat him down, and you know what? It was good for Deontay Johnson's head. Yeah, came back in the second half and was able to contribute. Yeah. but unfortunately, it sets a bad tone in the initial beginning of the game, and that was something that I it, it was an unsettling feeling. It's frustrating. It's right. got to be frustrating. Yeah. you can't throw the ball any better on those two passes. Just. Wide receiver screens to, to, to Deontay. Yeah. Catch the ball. That's it. He knows it. You know, I mean, look, at, we were professionals. We understand right. the deal. Yeah. You know it's always about the execution. Rarely is it 
gee, I didn't see that one coming. Boy, I didn't know those X's and O's. They, it didn't look like that. Well, wait a minute. That, you know, it's not that way. Yeah. You go out on that field and you either make your play, you're part of the play, you get the block, you catch the ball, you know, you make the check, you make the tackle, you hold your gap in the run defense, or you don't. Okay. It's as simple as it gets. So I'm I'm going to shift questions. Okay. Yeah, uh, the uh, Steelers wide receivers are dropping the ball. Yes. So what about the running game? Are you worried or concerned about the running game? Still concerned, but I saw a spark last night. Wasn't consistent. It was about as flickering as a flame, a big yeah. lighter in, in in Rich Stadium in the uh, or the Bills Stadium last night in the winds. But the fact is, here's the thing about it, and I believe this. And I, I know forty-seven you, yards. That 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 that's no, not. Hey, it's better than twenty-one. Yeah. Okay, and I know that's not much con- consol- uh, consolation. But here's the thing about it. All right, you're either actively sharpening the sword or you're just dulling the blade. Right. And what I think was fabulous was Mike put him in pads on Friday. We actually saw lower pad levels at, at right. points in time. Yes. During the game, and I hope that's something where Mike just goes, okay. We need more pad work yeah. because the further you get from pad work, the higher the pad level goes. It's just that simple. Yeah, you know, and you can you can you know make it nice and say, well, you know, you got the COVID intensive rules or whatever. Well, okay, however, whatever, you got to get some pad work in. You've got to return to the basics of what football is all about. You gotta you gotta get in a three point stance. And, no question, uh, coming off the ball, and you've got to block until the whistle. Yeah. You've got to do these things. They're elemental. They are part and parcel of the most fundamental fundamentals of football. Right. And to me, uh, again, just the fact that he put him in pads on Friday and you saw, and actually some of the double teams, you saw movement at the point of attack. Right. And some of the traps, we saw movement at the trap. Okay. That's got to be a signal too. We need a little bit more. Right. So, in, in in overall what I'm saying is I am I'm uh disappointed like like you would be if we played. Yeah. And we have been disappointed coming back from Orchard Park, New York on a couple of occasions, have we not, as players. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's not an easy place to win. Uh, did we win ever in Rich Stadium? Yeah, we did. The the one year when um I remember when Webby squeezed the ball twice on Freddie Smurless. Ah. Remember the nose tackle? Yeah. And 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 Jimmy Hazlitt, crazy Jimmy Hazlitt, warned Freddie after the first one. He's watching. He's going to do it again. Webby told me in the huddle. He said, "Watch, I'm going to squeeze. I'm going to get him again." <laughs> And he went up and he did it again. And it was two plays in a row. Smurlis jumps off sides. And it was like watching Hazlitt and Smurlis nearly come to blows in the Buffalo huddle. They're like screaming at yeah. each other. Yeah. And I thought they're gonna get it, they're gonna get a personal foul <laughs> between the two of them. It was so funny. But um that was the only first time. I'm sorry, I don't think we won that game. I think we lost yeah, that game. I, I know, I know. Yeah. But anyhow, regardless, um, here, here's here's the fact of the matter. It, it's a tough place to play, right? You know, you you go up there and you, you the winds they are a problem. Yeah. Okay. And I don't care what anybody says. I've been there enough and lived there enough to know that that wind really does come off the lake. Yeah. Okay. There's there's really a lake there, and the winds come howling, and that stadium is down below ground level, so the wind will ride up and over and down into the bowl. Yeah. And create some problems and issues. So having said that, look. 
that the Steelers had the Bills where they wanted them. Right. That pick six changed everything. Yeah. And yeah. that's unfortunate. So yeah, when when we played uh, in a windy game, Harry Newsom uh, punted it, <laughs> and he almost fair caught his punt. Do you remember that? Yeah, they were standing on the sidelines, and people are screaming at our gunners. They're going, "Turn around!" <laughs> They're already like thirty yards downfield. The ball ball barely cleared the line of right. scrimmage. Let's say you said Harry could have run up and fair caught the ball. That ball went straight up in the air and just hung right. like a helicopter hanging in there. And all our people are down the field and we got to turn around and run back towards the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Um, but that's how windy it can get. That's not how windy it was last night. But I believe that there was still enough wind stuff going on that it, that it can be a problem. That does not uh, exclude nor does it give a, any excuse for non-production, um, but the people that sit there and, and are saying, well, I don't know that Ben's got this zip and everything, oh, for crying out loud, you saw the 19-yarder to Juju. Yeah. That was that was a great shot. And and Juju is the uh, most prolific wide receiver and uh, at the stable. Well, he is – He's he's the guy you got to go. He's the go-to guy. Yeah, he's got. Um, he he was targeted seven times, six catches, fifty-five yards, one touchdown. That's the problem, though. Yeah. Uh, you know, six catches, fifty-five yards. Um, the routes have become shorter. The the throws have become shorter. But the fact of the matter is, when you watch Ben cut it loose. Uh, aside from the one that hung up, I think it hung up in the air to James Washington. Yeah. Now, I know Chris Collinsworth, people were saying that he was uh, late to see it and, and didn't step into the throw or something like that. I think he saw it all the way. I mean, come on. You know where that one safety is. He's looking off Poyer. He's trying to push him right. all out to the other side, and he turns around. And I think the ball just hung up. And by the way, Levi Wallace fouled James right. Washington. Yeah, I don't Levi care what Wallace, anybody says. Yeah. He fouled him, all right? That's just – that's. Plain and simple, uh, easy to see. So, just having said all that, look, I am disappointed. I'm sure we're not even a fraction as disappointed as the players are. But the fact of the matter is, there was some sparks and things in there that I saw. There was good fight. There was a, a willingness to battle. They did not make the plays in the second half right. that they needed to do. Yeah. Do Do you think they didn't adjust? Well, I think they adjusted just fine. I think they're just running out of bodies. Alex Highsmith is yeah. in and out a couple yeah. of times, right? Uh, you've got issues. You've got Marcus Allen, and you've got uh, Avery Williamson now starting in the middle in the for the in the, in the linebackers. Yeah, you yeah. Know? We're, we're we're thin on defense. Defensively, you're. I mean, and thin on the offensive line. Exactly. Think about it. You're down Bud Dupree. You're down Vince Williams. You're down um, Spillane. Uh, Robert, Robert Spillane, Spillane. Thank you. All right, and you're down Devin Bush. Yeah. That's four significant, very significant yeah. players. And for a first, uh, for a number one defense, for defense in the conversation, just about in all aspects of play, uh, that's I can't imagine. You know, that's a huge hit. Yeah, I mean that is that's nearly forty percent of your starting lineup has been removed in some fashion or other. And to me, that when you're going up to Buffalo and you get a guy like Josh Allen who can make plays yeah. with his feet, make plays with his arm, um, by golly, that's that's a tough... He's a gunslinger. He is. Al- Alex Highsmith uh, played well. He did play well. Yeah, yeah. Now the problem you have is after you doink up that ankle, ankle yeah. you got problems yeah, trying right. to be able to you know execute what you're supposed to do. Paper-bache rooks. <laughs> 
Yes. I remember that was Joe Green would talk about yeah. us. He'd look at us and, you know, we'd be going, oh, that hurts. And he goes, paper mache rooks. And you're like going, no, I'm okay. I'm, I'm fine. Okay. I'm okay. <laughs> yeah, as soon as Joe would say that, would be like, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Joe could Joe could make you heal really fast. Wow. <laughs> and Chuck could make you heal real oh, fast. Oh, exactly so. But those are the, the biggest things that I saw in my mind last night was I knew that these the, the guys were battling. They came out hard. They fought hard. They you know It didn't look like they had great rhythm or timing throughout the whole first half, but they were getting it together. Right. And then Ben got them on a little bit of a roll there. And then when that pick six happened, and to me, you know, Ben says, look, I, I didn't want to put uh, Juju into, into play on the outside guy because it was in between two guys, two cover guys. You got Teron Johnson underneath, and you got somebody over the top, probably Levi Wallace over there. Whoever it was, and and he said, you know, I threw it behind him a little bit more to the body, trying yeah. to, you know, so so that uh, he didn't get splatted, and it left it too much where Tehran was able to step in front. And Josh Allen uh, started getting rid of the ball quick. Oh, he did in the second half. He did, and you know, just like you talked about, when they when he flushed, he flushed to his right, right, and he threw well, right, all right, and and that was a great point. Now that also means what when he flushes to his right. And if you knew it, do you think that um, the defensive line knew it? Yeah. Do you think that the defensive backs knew it? The, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the point is, somebody was losing leverage out there yeah. and, and did not stay in their contain lane to keep Josh Allen from flushing to the right, correct? Yeah. All right. So So the, the secondary had to know. Absolutely. And the underneath the uh, linebacker It, was, it wasn't a big secret that you were keeping. Yeah. Tom Chilkin was keeping the fact that Josh Allen flushes to his right and throws very well. So I think everybody knew it, he's defensively speaking. He's dangerous uh, flushing to his right. right. And the fact is, if you know that, what does that mean, Chaluch? Uh, you've you, got to execute. You've got to execute. Yeah, and keep him from flushing to his you've right. You've got to play. You've got to rush the passer and do so in a fashion. You maintain your rush lane. And uh, the coverage has got to uh, And understand, yeah. absolutely, yeah. that when he flushes to his right, right, you know what, he's pretty good throwing he, the ball. Yeah. <laughs> All right, All right, we're going we're, we're to uh, take a break. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker room, and we'll be right back. decisions and get the ball out quick and um you know a good quarterback like that that's having an mvp caliber year man it's going to be tough to hold him down for 60 minutes um he figured some things out and was able to, able to find some rhythm rhythm and it made uh and made it tougher sledding for us we still had our opportunity to make plays uh he and they just made more than we did 
You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, when we were talking about Josh Allen, uh, we were talking about uh, he was a gunslinger. He can run, too. He's got a great arm. Yes. And uh, he was working on the deep balls last week in practice. And he's got a quarterback draw, and he's good for a couple of first downs a game. And he throws the ball well on the run. Well, he does. And as we know, he flushes to his right and throws right. the ball rather well. Yeah, I don't think it was any big mystery. I think Butsy knew it, and I think the whole defense knew it. I but he was still able to execute. And that means somebody was leaving their rush lanes, their disciplined rush lanes, and right. allowing him to flush to the right yeah. and do what he needed to do. Look, it's always about the execution. I'm sorry. You know, I understand that we're missing four of our top linebackers right. or something like that. All right. That, that is a lot. That's a lot right. to be missing. But when you have a next man up mantra, you know, you've got Marcus Allen, you've got Avery Williamson, you got UG3. Okay, those guys have to step up and make the plays. They made some good plays, right? But the but the Bills made more than they did. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, you know, you you go out there with 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 uh, you know everything that you want to get done. Uh, some of the people they don't execute when you're down to your third guard, your fourth guard. Yeah. My you, gosh, yeah, man, you, you, you got you, some stuff going. You're not on. able it's, to run the ball. Oh, it's it, it's tough. But I will say this again. Um, he put him in pads on Friday. Right. And by golly, I and I defy anyone, put the tape on and take a look and see if you didn't see a lower pad level right. for periods of time out there. Look, one session is not going to make you go, wow, right. I found the secret. i got to have a low pad level. Yeah. It's a habitual thing. When you're out there and you have uh, the dynamics of, of a third down, second down, a trap, you've got audibles, all this stuff, you've got to be able to flow and assume and execute your techniques without thinking about it. That's got to be second nature you at gotta this point be, time. you got to come off the ball. you got to put your hand in the dirt. Uh, you got to uh, headbutt, and you got to throw All your All those reps. things, right. And But, you know, you, one practice day is not going to suddenly reinforce wild. Right. But there was a spark. Yeah. All right? And my thing about this is, look, you can sit here and say that the, the, the sky is falling and you got all these things going on. You can say, hey, you know what? The elements that made this team 11-0 at one point in time yeah. are still there, and you still got Ben, and Ben is still capable, despite anything you want to think or tell me about last night, baloney. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, I know that cat can still do it. I've been watching him do it for 11, 12 games here. Uh, there ain't a problem with that. He's just got to get back on the horse and ride that horse. Uh, and, um, well, you know, the, the uh, Steeler fans are panicking. Well, I mean that's the nature. Look, right. they come out and they 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 come roaring out to an eleven zero start. A lot of people are thinking, okay, we're going to the Super Bowl and we're going to be undefeated and this and that. Right. The practical matters of it are such as this: you lose people along the way. That loss of people, you try to reinforce as best you can. You have that mantra, next man up. But you also understand that there's that next man up is a lower level performer as compared to the one that right. he's replacing. Right. 99 out of 100 times. Yeah. Okay. Um, you might catch a little bit of, uh, I don't know, a little lightning in a bottle. Yeah. When Robert Spillane comes in and splashes a couple of plays. And, and Robert Spillane did very well. And I hope that he's able to come back uh, before the end of the season. But certainly, I'll tell you this much um, when you have a, a unit 
like this defense that has done so very well, right. and you lose four starters off it, uh, and Joe Hayden being down last night, how much how much more were you able to you know execute? Uh, that being Josh Allen when when Joe Hayden's down, Stephon yeah. Diggs they didn't have an answer for. Right, yeah, Stephon Diggs was open. Oh, <laughs> he was open. He and, was open. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I look at this and I and I, I watched Cam Hayward was destroying the inside of that that offensive line of the Buff Bills. Right. He he was creaming Mitch Morse. Yeah. He was taking Ike Becker was, to the woodshed. He was uh, uh, getting penetration and getting in the face of Josh Allen. Absolutely. And Josh Tyson, Allen was scrambling. Yeah. And <laughs> where did he scramble to? To the to right. right. <laughs> Did you keep that a secret? Did you did you keep that a did you not tell Butsy, hey, he likes to flush to his right and he throws really well. Well, I, you know, I wasn't uh at practice. You well, know, we didn't go you to You should practice. have called him up for yeah. crying out loud. Yeah, yeah. Butsy, I got a hot tip for you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm sitting there. I, laughing. I think Butsy knew. I <laughs> I know Butsy knew. I I love your football wisdom, Chaluch. You you got a great football mind, um, but I I I, I got to believe Butsy was well aware that when he flushes to his right, <laughs> he's dangerous. <laughs> okay, now here's the other thing about it though, and coming back to and and, and focusing on, um, you've got and and uh, between Avery Williamson, between Marcus Allen, uh, between UG three, you've got to be able to shore up that inside linebacker spot. Right. Vince will be back. I don't know if he's a five- or ten-day guy, though. You know, Vin, I think Vinny will be back uh, this weekend. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so, because one of the things you lose with Vince is the ability to make sure that you right. get the calls, to get the alignment, that you get all those things that you need so that you don't have um, any missed assignments, any, any uh, you know, uh, guys looking around going, gee, you know, uh, I don't know what I was supposed to do there. Right. Um, so, and that's what Vinny does very, very well. So, Keeps everybody on the same page. So what linebacker would you play with Vinny? Yuli, uh, Avery Williamson, and... Uh, Marcus Allen probably is one of the guys that uh, uh, when you go into some of those uh, sub packages, I think on uh, first and second down, uh, Avery Williamson would be the guy that's a good veteran. Uh, I think they, they would do well right. in tandem. Right, Um but UG3 made some plays last night, and, you know, just for a guy that, that got more snaps than he's ever gotten in a game, just coming off of uh, the injury list, I I was I was excited to see him get some time. Uh, that's a possibility that could grow. But obviously, you've got Avery Williamson on first, second downs with, with Vinny. I mean, that's – you've got to have that, that combination, I would think. Yeah, and, think. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm – Missing the Bash brothers. Well, absolutely, because they provided so much spark. You know, right. Vinny is Vinny is one of those guys. Here's the thing about it. you get around Vince, and the first thing you notice is that the testosterone in the room is is elevated. Right. All right. He brings an intensity all to himself. You gave him the moniker old school because he has an old school, school mentality. Yes, he's got that mentality. He likes to practice hard. He's one of those guys who um Likes it when things get nasty, yeah. Uh, and he he really he he does well in that sort of a, a you know in, intensive atmosphere. Um, that means that people around you got to buy into and, and join you, kind of as right. You know, uh, you getting that all wound up like a clock and sort of thing, and, and be able to play with that high intensity. And I think Vince 
brings that attitude. And like I said, his ability to communicate, his ability to create, make sure that everybody's in the proper alignment, the final look pre-snap that you get as uh, the defensive green dot guy out there or one of the guys that's calling the signals, um, you need that. And I think there was there was some problems with it last night. Vinny's one of those guys whose leadership is, you know, you, you can't you can't really quantify. And he attacks. He's he very does. physical. Um, uh, what do you think Robert Spillane's injury is? You know, he's we, got we that knee. Yeah, but we, we, we don't know. It. We've never yeah. heard if it's MCL or whatever. You they put him on the list. What is it? The uh, IR. Uh, is that the three weeker? I guess or something. Yeah. I, nobody said anything about him being done for the year. Yeah. You know, so hopefully he's going to be able to rejoin. But right now, obviously, um, his misfortune gives way to um, uh, UG3 coming back right. uh, to Marcus Allen getting some time. Marcus Allen did some good things. And Avery Williamson. Right. And Avery Williamson. But Marcus Allen did some good things. You know, he's got some speed. Yeah. I watched him on that one blitz. He went on Josh Allen. He scraped off. It was just a, a like a mo fire. And he came around. And he just went a little wide if he did. Created just shaving that arc a little bit. He right. nailed Josh yeah. Allen. Yeah, you know. Um, so I, I like his speed. I like his ability to operate in the box and do some of the things that you need a linebacker to do. But again, um, I understand that a lot of people want to panic and a lot of people are just angry about it. Listen, there's no time for that. You got to turn around. You take lick your wounds here a little bit, and then you got to get ready to go for the next week because right. the NFL waits for nobody. And uh, next week is Cincinnati. Exactly. So you don't think Cincinnati's going, oh, they're wounded. They are wounded. Yeah. You know, I mean, Cincinnati's not sitting there and cowering. They're not They're not afraid of what lies ahead. Yeah. You know, they, do you, would you rather play an 11-0 team that is steaming along or would you rather play a team that went, oh, 11-0, 11-1, 11-2? You know what? Hey, 11-2. Let's it, yeah, let's, let's make it 11-3, shall we? Yeah. I mean, that's what you're thinking. Yeah. Because here's the thing about it. If you're in the – if you are in the – uh, what what was that dilly dilly thing? Uh, the pit of misery. All yeah. right, dilly dilly, the pit of misery. Yeah. Cincinnati. Okay, yeah. you're uh, ten. Uh, you're two two ten and one or something like that, right? So you're you're in the pit of misery. What do you want to do? You want to make that other team as miserable as you. Yeah, and, and the only the, way you do that is to beat the living stuffing out of them. Right, 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 right. Be a, and be physical. Absolutely. So you know that's what's waiting for you. Uh, in Cincinnati. That's what they're looking – you know Cincinnati is looking forward to that. They're not sitting there going, gee, I can't wait till the game's over so I can ride the Escaloser up and down a few right. times or something like that. No, you're sitting there going, all right, you know, they are wounded. We can beat them now. This is not a, a team that is unbeatable. Yeah. We've already seen a couple teams take it to them. So they want to get on board. They want to make, uh, make a, you know, somebody else, that being the Steelers, as miserable as they are at 2-10. and 10. Yeah. So, there you have it. So, all I'm saying in my mind, um, I hope that that this week you've got an extra day off. It'd be nice to be able to get a little bit more pad right. work and get after it. I don't know what the situation is with uh, both Matt Filer and um, Kevin Dotson. You know, it's it's uh, it's just so unfortunate to see a couple injuries like that. J.C. Hassenauer, good job stepping in, but yeah. you also realize that. He's not a natural guard. It's not a natural guard. No, so he, he when when he pulled, he didn't do well. well. You know, pulling is hard. You yeah. know, Matt Filer has found that out. Yeah. You know, it's one thing when you pull and you trap and you're trying to read 
um, who who the force man is, who's setting the edge. Yeah. Uh, when you're the seal guy trailer on a counter trap, those that's not easy to do. Yeah. You know, well, you've got to read it on the fly. We we did it well because we did it over and over and over again. Ad nauseum, over Ad nauseum. and over. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you did that over and over, and you did it uh, practically in your sleep. We were trapping, coming off the bus, coming out of the locker room. That's what uh, uh, Howie Long said. They trap you. They trap you off the bus. Absolutely. I mean, that's just the nature of the beast. Right. Uh, the only thing we didn't do it until later on with Dermani Dawson was pull the center. Right. Because Webby was too slow. Yeah. He <laughs> Webby, Webby was not no, athletic. The enough. only thing Webby couldn't do. Was Paul yeah. as a center? You know what yeah. I mean. And he would today. He'd sit there and look at you. Go, oh, I could do that. Yeah. And like, oh, well, I mean, come on. I saw you play basketball. You know, you, you jump shot. You had three typewriter sheets underneath your sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have much of a vertical. But let me tell you something. The greatest center ever. He will always be in my he, mind he, and my heart. He That's will for sure. He will always be in my mind and my heart. Too. Absolutely. You I know, know, he was physical, and he, oh, he was unbelievable. And physical. you know, he, he uh, when he grabbed you, uh, <laughs> and and he'd leave fingerprints in yeah, your pecs. Yeah, you know what I mean when he when he locked down. He would break people in half. I mean, literally, he was so powerful coming under and up and lock on, and he would do that push pull that rag doll. Yeah, and he would just you'd watch a guy like go. Timber, yeah, <laughs> and he would crush them all by himself. Again, he was. I've always said that uh, I thought Webby was the greatest of the great Steelers. So, in my humble opinion. So when we uh, when Gary Dunn played Dwight Stevenson, yeah, uh, we we taped them up. We we tried, and yeah. then Dwight tore it all off because <laughs> <laughs> he held them so bad. All right, we got to go to break, Chaluch. Take uh, us away, my friend. We're, we're, uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. <laughs> You're in the locker room, and we'll be back after this. You know, we've got, we got to win more possession downs and thus possess the ball more and give us more opportunities. The more snaps you get, the more opportunities you get to make some of the dynamic plays that you suggest. It starts first with staying on schedule and possessing the ball, and we're not doing enough of that right now, so that makes some of the other discussions, you know, uh, more troublesome. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Welcome back to the locker room. Yesterday, the Steelers were shattered. It was, no doubt about Tattered. it. Tattered. Yep, and uh, as I said before, that's not the first time we yeah. would have come home from Orchard Park, New York. Yeah. With... Uh, we're like, uh, oh, crud. But, well, well, we didn't go to Orchard Park. No, no, I'm talking about when we were players. Right, yeah, yeah. You know, so the point is, uh, they, indeed, that was a tough loss, but I am not at all disheartened. I look at this, and there's two things that stand out right away. And number one is pick sixes and one of ten conversions on third down. Right. Spell doom. Absolute doom. Yeah, and uh, we didn't uh, we didn't produce on third down. And, you can't. Uh, uh, 
And so one of the things that we didn't do was the offense uh, did not uh, continue hot. Right, because, you know, Mike Tomlin just says, look, if you don't, basically saying if you don't convert, uh, you don't have extra opportunities right. to be able to create any points. Right. And that was certainly true. I mean, what was it, four out of the first five series or something? Yeah. Ended in punts. Yeah. Um, that's unfortunate. You want to, you know, certainly it's the battle of uh, field position coming on. But the fact of the matter is you've got to be able to convert on third downs. We started off the season earlier. There was times that we had problems with the third down conversions. But again, you don't get wins on first down. You create for yourself long third downs. You got problems. Yeah, Jordan Berry punted eight times. Right. That's and way too much. That's way too much. You know, there's no doubt about it. So yeah. in my mind here, the the simple fact of the matter is you got to start winning your first downs. You got to get into makeable third downs. Again, it's the fundamentals of football week in, week out, right. wash, rinse, yeah. and repeat. And that's the way it is. Yeah. It's that simple. And uh, we didn't do that. No, we didn't do it. And, yeah. and again, it comes down to the execution factor, and it's a shame uh, because these guys, you watch even the Steelers' defense down four starters. Right. They're still capable. And yeah. you saw it. They're still capable. But, you know, when you lose that uh, Joe Hayden, when you don't have Joe Hayden, yeah. you know, Steve Nelson just comes back after having a, uh, an issue with the knee and everything like that, it's a problem. Yeah. You know, and uh, – Four starters, that's just so much. And so. you and the, you didn't have Vince Williams. No. I mean, you know, you, you got your de- one of your defensive leaders down. Well, again, I mean, you, you, you go through the whole thing again from Vince Williams to Robert Splane to Devin Bush to uh, Bud Dupree. I mean, th- that's significant people. And not to mention, again, Joe Hayden out last night. So uh, having said all that, you know what? I know Mike Tom would say, next man up, well, here you go. Well, you've got to do it, and they're going to have to turn things around because, you know, Cincinnati is, is going to see a wounded Steelers team, and they're going to be licking their chops because, let's face it, again, when you're um, misery, when you're in the pit of misery, when you are miserable, right. as your season is, is inevitably in Cincinnati, it seems like, um, you want to you dish that out on other people. Yeah. And this would be a high point for them, that's for sure. So uh, we, we're going to CR in Chicago. CR, welcome to the locker room. Hey, what's going on, you two old folks? It's CR, sitting next to Chicago. How the heck are everybody doing this morning? We're doing just fine. How are you doing? We're doing great. Oh, man. I'm, well, health-wise, I'm, I'm, I'm fine, man. Uh, mentally, uh, when it comes to being a Steeler fan, I'm kind of I'm dejected a little bit. Um, I, I understand that uh, it's been a long season. We have accomplished a lot. Hey, you know, 11 consecutive wins, uh, unheard of in Steeler Nation. But um, as you guys were saying, man, we, we, we can see some cracks here. And uh, I really I really like what you were saying, Wolf, reference uh, putting the pads on and getting back to basics in a sense. But it seems like something is just missing here, just, just a, little, a little bit as far as, I don't know, intensity or, or whatever. We're still continuing to, to drop balls. And um, I don't know, it just looks like a, people are kind of like discouraged, can't believe uh, what's going on. Uh, Wolf, I, um, as far as what you were saying about the weather and the conditions, well, you know, both teams played in the same, in the same weather and the same conditions. Right, but one uh, team Buffalo, plays in it frequently. Yeah. All right. One team plays there all the time and knows when that wind comes howling how to drive the ball in the wind. 
That's all I'm saying. It's not an excuse. You've got yeah, both teams played in that same sort of conditions. But don't don't yeah, tell me that but, Buffalo and Josh Allen's not a little better prepared if the wind okay, conditions I, were were a problem. And I'm not saying that they were. But it appeared to me that several times the ball hung up at, at different points of time, both both quarterbacks. It's like in Chicago, the wind comes off the lake. The wind of the city, yeah. 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 Well, and, there's and, a lake and, here. Uh, <laughs> and the um, uh, the Bears uh, normally, uh, well, they, they've been losing a lot, but they, they, they won the other day. But, but back to the game here. Uh, I, I understand what you're saying, Wolf, but um, – you know, with all the things that's been going on, especially with no running game, I mean, you, you know the weather, as you said, the weather's messed up. Okay, they still didn't produce a running game. What, they picked up a few more yards this time than they did the last time, but, you know, that, that's really, um, you know. My point, here's my the, point that I was making there, and I'm a little bit combative today, all right, because I, okay, I'm an old man, I haven't gotten sleep like you, you know. I mean, that's, that's the nature. You know, but the, right, the fact ahead. is, here, here's the thing. Put the tape on. You know Mike Tomlin put him in pads on Friday. And I've often said right. and continue to say a couple of mantras here, all right? Number one is the further you get away from pads, the higher your pad level becomes. Right. Because if you're not actively sharpening the sword, you're dulling the blade, okay? So he put him in all pads, right. and if you look at some of the specific runs, we actually had lower pad levels. Guys were getting drive were drive blocking at the point of attack guys were actually hitting on the trap block following through with it and driving the guy off okay does that tell you anything you want to know about like maybe a little bit more more yeah. might be beneficial yeah you know when uh, you uh, you put your guys in pads uh, you come off the ball and you have put your hand in the dirt and uh, you know you don't uh, that's all I'm step. saying about you, it yes. you don't bucket step yeah I'm not. I'm not being argumentative about that. I I understand your perspective, and you've taught me a lot. Uh, both of you guys taught me a lot about about what's going on uh, from a, a playing perspective. But at the same time, uh, with that being said, guys are still dropping balls. Guys, I'm sure, coaches yeah. and whatnot are not on the field. The guys have to execute, man. They're not executing, and because here lately they have not been executing, they're, they're kind of like second guessing themselves, like looking at their hands. And not looking at, not looking the ball into, making sure the ball is caught, tucked, and then prepared to run. Right. And what is that all about, Cr? What is that all about? What does that tell you? It tells me that they're not that they're trying to play before they secure. Right. But go back further. That's part of the execution that you achieve in practice when you do it over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Ad nauseum. That's all I'm saying. All right. That's part of parcel of what I've been saying. And you you know, again, you go back to the very basics. Rare is it when you out X and O anybody. It's all about when you Jimmy and Joe. Yeah, it's all about you either yeah. execute your assignment or you don't. That's yeah. as simple yeah. as it gets. And, and, and I think I think some of this stuff is creeping in. Hey, you know, we're, we're 11, 11 and one, eleven and two now. You know, and we've been knocking people off of, in some cases, by the skin of our teeth. But we still did it. Now right. the guys are kind of like trying to figure out, well, what's going on here? How come? How come this is not working for me? But hey, don't think that I'm, you know, that I'm against the feeling I'm not. Oh no, I'm no, no, no! I would never right say now. that. No. Yeah, I'm just concerned right now that the execution and what's going on is not there. And like you said, um, I'm, I'm gonna go as far as to say this here: if this was a, and I'm not knocking Coach T because Coach T is, a, he's a bad dude. 
But I'm look. I'm thinking about when you guys played and you got in a situation like this. Coach, no, he made you start all over again. Like you always talk about. Well, I know you can't do it based on the the the, the, the way the system is today. But you know, back in the day, you guys had to run past two and three, four times sometime in the summertime. Well, it's got to come back down to that, as you saying with the pads. So uh, I'm gonna get out of here because the people will be talking about me. Good. By the way, way um, you said Mike T's a bad dude. Did you see him bounce up after he got clobbered on the sidelines? Yeah. He was right back at it, baby. It was a mere flesh wound. CR and uh, okay. uh, Chuck Knoll would uh, would kill us in practice. Oh yeah, yeah. He would kill. He would be killing them guys right now. So hey, let me get my homework out the way. I want to uh, give a shout out to the inside of the locker room, Baker's Dirty Dozen Plus. Uh, we still have 29 different places. We got 50, 50, 83 new people now, and we had four new people calling in last last week. And I'm still going to say, hey, every time you meet somebody, make sure they download the iHeartRadio app, download Steel Nation Radio, download In the Locker Room, and call the guys at 412-919-1316. And I say that because of, of what uh, Carlos said uh, the other day on the radio. He said, if it wasn't for me, well, in a case, he, he listened, he heard me give that number, and he was able to do it. So if everybody's doing what I'm doing, uh, everything will be much better. <laughs> All right. So um, anyway, in this house, we are diehard fans. In this house, we are very passionate. In this house, we are still a nation. In this house, we are family. So in the meantime, in COVID-19, between time, at 11 and 2, here we go, still is, here we go. All right, thank you, CR. All right, thanks. Well, here's the thing about it. Uh, again, you know, as we come back and we talk about these elements, you know, the, everything is predicated on the fact you either do or you don't. Yeah, I mean, fundamentals are fundamentals are key, and that's exactly what yeah. it is. And you know, I like to sit there and say, well, you know what? Uh, if you do this, you do that. Well, here's the thing about it. Again. Take the, the, the very thing that you were talking about when Josh Allen would, would roll out to his right. <laughs> what would happen? T.J. Watt got a little high. Right. All right, running the arc. Whoever was playing the three technique got a little bit inside, and all of a sudden Josh Allen has the ability to roll to his right. And, and, and they, that's just disciplining yourself to maintaining your rush lanes. And, hey, listen, I think <laughs> absolutely – T.J. Watt is a great player, right? Absolutely, but the fact is, when you lose, you lose that discipline about maintaining your rush lanes. Then you get issues with people who are capable in, in that aspect. And Daryl Williams, uh, yeah, he still used got, his hands. Oh, he used his hands well, but yeah. T.J. had him. T.J. Yeah. had him a couple of times there, several times. Yeah, and uh, I I thought we'd get more sacks out of Tyson. That was a great move, right? When he swam uh, Mitch Morse. Morse, yeah, and and again Cam Hayward was killing his guys. That was a good offensive line. Josh Allen's a worthy opponent. He's capable of moving around. He's a movable target. But I still think um, that that the pass the pass rush, uh, given the fact that the Alex Highsmith got his ankle doinked a couple of times right. that they were still uh, in another go around. I think we would do better. Did no did doubt. you see sprint right pick? I saw sprint right rub. Yeah, sprint <laughs> because, right pick because today it's called rub. A rub. Because yeah. you know what? If we called a sprint right pick, that it would be illegal. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. But it wasn't really it, Chuck called a sprint right pick. Right in our day back in the eighties, and that's the way it was. We ran at six. 
We ran it four times. Four times in a row against Cleveland. Cleveland. And, it was, uh, uh, and the finally. And they knew it was yeah. coming all four times. Yeah, yeah. It was right. unbelievable. We're going right. to take a break. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Touch. You're in the locker room, and we'll be back after this. The Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, Mike Tomlin was talking about playing with injuries, and uh, the uh, Steelers defense has been decimated. Devin Bush, uh, Vince Williams, Bud Dupree, and uh, Robert Spillane. Robert Spillane. You had Alex Highsmith get nicked up last night. He was in and out of the lineup. You had Joe Hayden, of course, out, which also correlates to problems with Stefan Diggs because Stefan Diggs just – he was a monster. Yeah. He was a monster. They didn't have an answer for him. You know, you take a look at that. The first half, the Steelers, despite the fact that they're in the game, uh, you know, despite the fact that uh, you had that pick six. Yeah. Okay. But you got you come out and you kick off, and they took that second half half kickoff. They went sixty eight yards in eight plays, and they took a sixteen to seven lead. Uh, remember when Josh Allen threw that beauty yeah. into the corner right. to Stephon Diggs, and that was a great, great spot and cover. What was it? Cover two. Yeah. Cover two. Cover two. It was right in between uh, the safety yeah. and the corner. It yeah. Was, it was picture perfect. It was just a great throw. And uh, the Steelers, at that point in time, didn't really have an answer for it. They get scored on a touchdown drive later on. But that really kind of, with the pick six, with the Steelers' inability to convert on third downs and then that drive, right. that really just killed them. And basically, you know, that last, what was it, seven minutes or so of the fourth quarter? Yeah. Buffalo just ran the ball. Dominated. It just dominated. And, um, you know, the Steelers only had the ball, like, for eight nine minutes in the second half. Yeah. It's unfortunate, but that's what lack of converting on third downs does to you. Right. Yeah. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Big John in Texas. Big John, welcome to the locker room, brother. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Uh, like you said, we're at 11 and two. I'm still optimistic. I still think we're going to, we're in the playoffs. That's the big uh, thing that I guess nobody's mentioned this morning. We're in the playoffs. So uh, I don't think the home field advantage is going to be as uh, other than sleeping in your own bed. I think this year <laughs> this COVID is going to keep everything, you know, that way until Super Bowl week, but Hey, we're in the playoffs and uh, it's good to, I uh, think about that, considering the way things were last the last couple of years, not being in the 
you know, at the end of the, you know, at the end of the season, uh, vying for a Lombardi trophy. So right. I'm looking at that. And uh, there was two two plays that stood out for me. Is one when the Josh Allen, Mondu, got called for that one. Yeah. Right. Uh, that was, I mean, even even like uh, Collinsworth and uh, Tariko were saying, no, oh, that, that wasn't there. And then the fumble. Uh, where Josh Allen threw the ball, it looked like a fumble when uh, what's name hit it, and we didn't challenge it. So, and like you said, the momentum, the pick six was a one. So, uh, I'm thinking the guys are kind of, you know, probably caught up to them in the second half. They were gasping for air. It was rough. Uh, you know, like you said, three weeks. Uh, no, you know, everybody's, you know, dealing with bumps and bruises. But I think right now everybody was saying, well, the Steelers aren't playing anybody. You know. And then when we lose, oh yeah, that's the team we thought they were. Then we lose again, oh yeah, they're sinking ship. And now they're uh, now they said that uh, Josh Allen is like uh, is part of the elite group now, just because the way we played last night. And I'm like, we'll catch you again later down the road, and I think it'll be a different game. You know, we are, uh, you know, hurting with injuries, and uh, you know, we need some relief. So hopefully. The best team to come along is the Bengals right now, looking at their record. But, you know, then again, like you said, any given Sunday, you know, you can get beat. So that's what I'm looking at, guys. Y'all sounding great. Uh, Dunch, Wolf, love you. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Love you, you too, man. Thank you, Big John. And Big John, remember this, okay? And I said this about Mondu. You know, I, I get. Um, you know, I don't. I don't think it was roughing. Yeah, that was But any time you go low on the quarterback, right. there was no need yeah. for Henry to do that. Yeah, he could have been right in yeah. Josh Allen's face and tackled him. You know, you know that's the only yeah. thing I will say about it. Just you got to get used to the fact that Jack Lambert's prophecy has come true. Yeah, they put skirts on all the quarterbacks. quarterbacks. I mean, that's just the way it yeah. is. Yeah, and you know, uh, my uh, Mandu. Uh, would uh, you know th- through on and uh, on his hip and uh, that was flagged because yeah, it looked like but uh, it, he yeah. shouldn't have even lowered yeah. the helmet. I mean yeah. that's the whole thing about it. And I could see what yeah. the official was looking at. I don't agree with him. I think for crying out yeah. loud, you know, I mean Henry barely hit him. Actually, yeah. he went down, yeah. but it looked like he just yeah. sat down more than anything. But again, there was no yeah. need to. And the other thing about it is no, look, he held up. He held up. Yeah, oh, he he held off. He held off, but the fact was, when you lower your helmet towards the, you know, the hip to the the thigh boards, they're going to call that stuff. It's just, it's just, it's baloney. The other thing I'm going to say about this, too, is remember, all the elements Mm -hmm. that we had to get us to 11-0, they're still on this team. Okay, yeah, we're missing a yeah. few linebackers. You got to be able to do that, you gotta overcome that. You got to overcome the fact that you're down a couple guards. You're going to have to overcome that, but you still essentially have the elements. And I, I think uh, Cincinnati is going to be a nice uh, way to turn things on back, you know, get that the offense rolling in the right direction. I agree, fellas. Y'all have a good week, and we'll talk to you later. Go Steelers, go. Sounds good, brother. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, y'all. All right. All right. All right, uh, uh, Danny in Long Island. Uh, let's go to Danny in Long Island. Good morning, boys. Nice cold, rainy day, but I believe <laughs> I, I agree with a lot of what you're saying there. Uh, 
The best news of the day is that I've just deciphered the NFL tiebreakers, and if the Ravens oh, no. can beat the Brownies, I, I know, I know, I know. You got it's hard to say it, but if you root for the Ravens tonight, then the Steelers can win the division with a win over the Bengals, and the last two weeks <laughs> of the season will be essentially meaningless, and we can take our time and heal everybody up, and not have to play people that are questionable and get it all straightened out. Danny, so I did, I did not miss. That little Ben Gales. <laughs> yes. Nice job. Let's just pl- that was please nice. Just, let, let, I, I, it's not doesn't come easy to us in Steel Nation, but <laughs> the Ravens are our friends for the next uh, nine hours. If they can beat the Brownies, right. then we lock up the division with the win over the Bengals. If we can't win up the win, if we, and let's just let's just assume we can beat the Bengals. But you know, you talk about the run blocking and how they were better, and there was some glints for the life of me. I do not understand why he's not under center. We have a slow-footed running back, which is not fast, and Samuels, who's slower, and we're handing them the ball standing still five yards behind the line of scrimmage. If we had a tight like you said, it's about the fundamentals. If you can run for yards, then you can play action. Then you can dump the pass off to the tight end. You, if you, it just makes sense to me with inertia. You know that if a, if an object is moving full speed ahead when you hand him the ball, at the very minimum he'll make it to the line of scrimmage before contact. James Conner is being contacted continuously in the back, not even at a full at a full head uh, of steam. So get him on the center and get a little get a little uh, forward motion going. Like you said, get the guys down with their hands in the dirt. And let's, if you can't run for three yards, then they don't respect the play action. If they respect the play action, then you can dump off the pass to the tight end. Then you have your receivers on the end. Everything comes from the simplest play, which is let's just run the ball. On the center, the way it was done for 150 years or whatever. Now all of a sudden we have to be, I, I, don't, I don't get it, guys. You play in this league, you know much more than me. Educate me. Yeah. Well, here's the thing that, that I, 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 in my mind, okay, number one is when you snap shotgun all the time, yeah. you've got to sit and be balanced in your stance on your heels. That means the center can't tee off yeah. and come off with power because he's got to ba- be balanced enough to be able to snap the ball back to the shotgun and not be – Mike Webster, one thing Mike Webster always said, all right, when you had a nose tackle on you or you had an even front, you got a guy, you know, over one of the three techniques, he always said, look, all I got to do is be the quickest for three steps. He would snap the ball with one hand and be able to get a, a punch on the guy with the other. He did that simultaneously. He was unbelievably great at it. The fact of the matter is when you snap the ball to the quarterback under center, you've got that quarterback uh, – will turn around and give the defenses back right. rather than being the shotgun and being able to you at linebacker level. You can watch the progression of the back and see, does he take the handoff? Does he not take the handoff? Um, these things are all right there in front of you. When you have a good quarterback who can bootleg, who can misdirect, who can hide the ball, play action pass, People, if you ever remember Boomer Esiason back in the eighties, yeah, he was, Boomer was un- He was like a Houdini with hiding yeah, the ball, yeah, yeah. And he, he was created a, yeah. a lot of havoc for linebackers because he did practice right. the art of being able to, you know, tuck the ball and hide it when he would bootleg. So that, in and of itself, is big. Now, if you can 
play action with a back going downhill and then be able to suck those linebackers a little bit, you're going to open up the middle part of the field. And I agree with all you're saying, Dan. But the other thing I would go one step further, I think you've got to bring some of the fullback action back. Right. Uh, I'm sorry. We, we didn't. There's a lot, no, there's a lot of people. We didn't run any fullback right. yesterday. You, you know, I, I know that you, know, you didn't have the opportunity to work with Derek Watt in the offseason, but there's got to be a package of things that you can instill in there and let Derek – Lead up on some lead seas, let him kick out on some traps, let him do some of these things that can create some some room for James Conner, for Anthony McFarland, for whoever you want to put in the backfield there. But there is something about having a fullback driven offense when you get to some of these defenses where you get those light linebackers at the second level. Get after him with a guy like Derek Watt. You know, and uh, uh, Danny, uh, what uh, Wolf was talking about the center uh, snapping the ball, but uh, you, you, the guards and tackles, they're not putting their hand in the dirt. Uh, they're not coming off the ball. They're not. You know, when you uh, you're, you're going from uh, uh, shotgun, you got to take a bucket step. And uh, go and uh, everybody raises up. Raises Even Chris up. Collinsworth yeah. was talking about the fact that the Steelers' offensive line has a high pad level. They have the right. waddle step, and I don't like that. Right, that it drives me crazy. But the fact is, you can still work on getting your your pad level lower, and you do that by bending your knees and assuming an under and up relationship. Right. Well, like I said, to me, it's the basic fundamental play of football. We're going to run forward, and we're going to we're going to, <laughs> we're going to put as many men into this effort as we have to until you until we can do it and respect it. If we have to go two tight ends and a fullback like it's nineteen seventy five all over again, that's what we'll do. Because once we continually pound your head into the mulch, you'll have to make adjustments. Like you said, and a lot of these running back uh, linebackers now are the lighter type that are made to cover running backs and tight ends. They're not going to stand up under that pounding. And I'm going to do as much, whatever I have to do to accomplish that mission is what's going to happen. And then everything else will grow from that. But it's my favorite Catholic ch- uh, church tune, Be Not Afraid, gentlemen. It'll all work out. Be, play for, pray for the Ravens tonight. Beat the Bengals. <laughs> and we got three weeks off to heal, to get everybody acclimated. And then we may even have to lose a game to the Browns in the last game of the season. Can you stomach that? No. Yeah. no. Game, don't don't even mention it. Don't even mention it. <laughs> well, you know what? It might happen because if that game means nothing to us and they need it to get in, I think the Browns will be in by then. You never know, brother. You never know. I, I thank think you that, for the call, I, man. I, I think they're going to be uh, beat by the uh, Ravens tonight. Uh, let's hope so. That would be great. Enjoy the day, man. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate you, brother. Yeah, you know what? Um, we're 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 uh, talking about getting off the ball, playing off the ball. Absolutely. Again, you can't expect Marquise Pouncey to snap the ball right. and be able to viciously take off and get after a guy when you have to stay balanced in your center snap. You know, I mean, you that's it's it's too. Uh, there are two contrary motions. Snapping the ball back with an articulate, you know, uh, you can't just muscle it back yeah. is what I'm saying. And at the same time come roaring off. It does create a little bit of a time lag. And the other thing about it is when you get under center again, the quarterback, Ben, can bootleg very well. Ben can fake handoff. Ben right. can hide the ball and play action. All that stuff that I think is beneficial to him. Yeah. And I and I truly believe, look, I know there's a lot of people that say you're, you're 
old-fashioned, there's no fullback. I still believe you can yeah. get and accomplish with a fullback a lot of stuff. And people will say, well, then you're going to have to take one of the receivers off, off off the field. Well, okay, that's okay. Yeah. You know, if you're cracking out four yards, five yards on the run, that's okay. So, you know, uh, Ben is better – in shotgun. He likes shotgun. Better. I understand, but yeah. he also is very good at play action. Yeah, yeah. And play action is something that I think is missing from this offense. Right, right, right. Because, because get, we run do you, we, we don't we run don't the run ball. It. We don't well, and we don't play action. Right. You know, that the little little putting the belly the ball in the belly of the back when he's standing next to you, that's not play action right. to me. Yeah. Play action is guys like you're all talking about in the three point stance coming off. Yeah. And you get after the guy. You don't come up and stand up and then show play action. Remember, when we when we would run play action, action. We, we were, were running the ball, the ball and then after the second step you'd pull up yeah. and, and and you know show play uh, it's a pass play. We were aggressive. But we were we came off with flat backs just like we were coming off for a run, and right. that's part. You got to sell it. You yeah. got to sell it. So, all right, all right. We're I'm gonna, ranting. We're, yeah, we're Jacob, gonna, am I ranting? Let me ask. Yes, he's looking at me going. I'm, you're ranting. That's we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, he's Wolf. up to us. You're in the locker room. We'll be back after this. take anything away from him man this guy's got whatever 90 catches or whatever on the year um that's not unlike what he has done in stadiums you're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers now here's Tunch and Wolf. so we were talking about uh, uh, well, Mike Tomlin was talking about Stefan Diggs, right? And one of the things that uh, just stands in my mind, and and I, I listen, he's yeah. got he runs great routes. He's he's fast. He's got about, great hands. Yeah, and, but you know, how about when Minka Fitzpatrick? You're over the middle. Yeah, you could light him up, and yeah. you don't even bring him down. Right. You know that's unfortunate. Minka is such a great player. Right. But again, that goes back to in my mind, you know. Practicing without pads, you know what I mean, and you—it's a hard thing. I would—I think it would be really hard to be pl- a player today, right. because of the fact that you get so little time in being able to actually work on your techniques, yeah, work on the fundamentals of your craft, and be able to hone those in in a in an atmosphere where it's you're challenged. You know, it's one thing to have a so guy yeah, compliant, yeah. and you you're, sit there you're and you hook a ramps, guy. You're on rants. All I am. The I'm day. on rants today. It's just yeah. one of those things. Probably because I'm just an old guy yeah. that didn't get enough sleep last night. Right. Yeah. You know, but the fact of the matter is, uh, there's situations out there you can see where a lack of pad work, and this goes across the NFL. You, you but can that's watch the, this. That's the NFL. I know that today. is, and that's the unfortunate thing about that last CBA and, 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 taking away a lot of the padded so practices. They they. Uh, when uh, they they took away the big hits, well, they take away the big hits. They take away the little hits. Yeah, you know, what I mean, in practice, you could practice, you could challenge yourself to get better. Yeah, on a day in day out ba- basis, and when you don't, it's like I said, you're either sharpening the sword actively or you're dulling the blade. That's all it is. Yeah, but so. the, the Tennessee Titans come off the ball. 
They do. Yeah. But they've also they got stuffed when the Steelers played them. Yeah, you right. Know, it's not that they didn't come off the ball. They got manhandled by the front defensive line, the front end of the Steelers' defense. Yeah. You know what? I think it was uh, Derrick Henry ran for 75 yards or right. something like yeah, that. Right, yeah, Derrick Henry. So the point is, again, it's about pad level, it's about physical play, and it's about being able to come up with the plays that you need. And unfortunately, there was a tale of two halves. Yeah. The Steelers made some plays in the first half. It's a close game. Ben, unfortunately, threw a pick six. Uh, in the second half, they came out and they went on that drive, I think, Josh uh, Allen was like five for five on that right. drive to start the second half. Josh Allen's a great quarterback. He, you know what? He's he's an excellent quarterback. There's a lot of people who are talking about, you know, his, he's got a big arm. Yeah, but his accuracy was he was like last in the league accuracy in the first right. couple of years. Yeah, but he's worked on it. He's worked on it, and 70, he's doing well. Seventy play, seventy percent completion rate. Right this year, but in his yeah. first two years, he was nowhere near that. Yeah, and uh, that just that's a compliment to him. And how he's improved his play. So, so let's go to the phones. Juan in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Juan, welcome to the locker room. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? We're good, Juan. Good. How are you? A little feisty, I think. Great. Yeah, a little feisty, but I'm <laughs> over it. Shout out, shout out to my guys, the Dirty Dozen Bakers plus one. Okay. But, hey, like I was telling Jacob on the other hand, the good thing about it, we – we uh, clinched the playoff spot, so we got that monkey off the back for the last couple of seasons of being in the playoffs. And also, so let's get to this game. Last night, the refs the refs were horrible. Last night, what you guys got to say? Yeah, about that? we we think with the, well, uh, yeah. there was a couple issues there. You know, I really thought Levi Wallace got away with one yeah. on the interception. I thought that. Uh, Henry Mondu didn't deserve a, a uh, roughing call. But call. I, the one thing I will say again about that is it, just don't even go low on the yeah. quarterback. Run through him and, and through the chest. You know, I mean, you got to do what you got to do. It's just unfortunate. Yeah, I agree with you guys. Also, um, the um, other player, when they picked up the flag, when they threw the for pass interference against White on Washington, they picked the flag up. That was clear your pass interference on that play. Well, that one there, they were both kind of pushing right. on each other. Yeah. And James didn't get his head around. If he'd gotten his head around, if the ball, I'm not sure it was catchable. Right. If that was maybe something that came into uh, the referee. But yeah, I'm, you know, he, White had uh, his arms on James Washington. And it's kind of like they were pushing off. Yeah, yeah, they were both simultaneously. So I don't know. That one there I have some problems with, but it's kind of like uh, the hit on the quarterback, too. You know? And then um, I saw, and then on a couple of players, these guys. I mean, I know you can't call every holding, but they they're holding the heck out of TJ man. This is getting ridiculous on TJ man. Yeah, there was a, a number of holding calls that that occurred out there. Uh, trust me that the, on the Steelers side of it, there's a couple holds that are going on. <laughs> Uh, having been a practitioner of the art of uh, being a man of the cloth from time to time myself, uh, the, there are a couple of instances where it does happen. But yeah, TJ, because of the fact he's such a, a top flight pass rusher, um, you know, that guy had Williams had a hold of him a number of times. But yeah, Daryl um, Daryl Wilson, uh, Daryl Williams, uh, he used his hands well against TJ, and then when he lost them. He grab him. Yeah, he he was grabby. <laughs> yeah, and uh, 
also, I don't know if y'all, I didn't hear anybody mention it yet. Um, the Steelers broke the record for consecutive sack games, so we got seventy straight games. Yeah, that's that's a long time. A seventy long consecutive time. games. Yes, it is. No doubt about it. But uh, you know, well earned. Uh, it's a nice little thing to look back on someday when you get older. Because right now, there's bigger things to to have happen. That's for sure. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I think I'm thinking we're going to get it together. Um, like, 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 like I was telling some guys last night. You got to look at it. A couple of years back ago, we would have been looking inside of other stadiums, seeing who's doing this, who's doing what to get in the playoffs. We control our own destiny right now, so I think we're in a good boat. Right, and I, I think we're in a good place right now too. Uh, and uh, I think the the Steelers are going to get better. They're going to get better offensively. They're going to get better defensively. Yeah, I agree with you guys. And hey, this is going to be the longest um, couple of, couple of days we're going to have off because we don't have a game till much till Monday. So hopefully, a lot of guys can get healed up and we can take it from there. No doubt about it. I would love for these guys to have a little bit of time because uh, I know that they were tired. You know. Um, yeah. And it, that's not to say they were. That's that's no reason for last night's performance. But right. there is an accumulation of hips of hits and bumps and bruises that happen at this time of the year that sometimes make football a little bit tough. But hey, that's what football is. <laughs> you know, I mean, for crying out loud, everybody's a little bumped up at this time of year. Yeah, and uh, yeah. guys are burned out. Yeah, I agree with you guys. All right, I'll let you guys go. I'm. Um, Going to get a cheeseburger. Cheeseburger dish. So. Oh, I love it. Oh, wow. Why not? That's the way to go. A cheeseburger solves everything. Andy Reid believes it's, it's yeah. the secret of losses in football. Andy Reid, uh, uh, you know, when he said uh, one of the uh, uh, questions was asked to him, what are you going to do now? And I said, I'm going to go get a cheeseburger. Absolutely. It solves a lot of issues. Yeah. Let's go to Myron in Texas. Myron, welcome to the locker room. Hello, Myron. Are you there? Uh, well, how yeah, yeah. How y'all guys doing this morning? We're Good. doing fine, Myron. How are you? First off, say God bless you both, man. We really appreciate everything you do. Thank uh, you. You're very kind. Thank you, brother. Okay, now with the game, everybody should stop. Don't panic. The thing about this, we've seen this for many years. The Steelers never do it easy. They haven't done <laughs> it easy. We, it's not going to ever be an easy road. That's just how we do it. And we've always had major injuries every season. This has happened. Now, and the problem is what people are not looking at. Everybody made a big deal about Stephon Day catching those passes. That happened before this season. Remember Philadelphia? Fulcrum had the same type of game, and they scored 28 points. And we won that game. Now, last night, the defense only gave up 19 points. The offense, remember, that interception right. gave them seven. So the defense, to me, is doing the job. Our offense is our biggest problem. If we don't get that solved, yes, we only scored 15. Offense has got to get better. And also, let me show you that the, the reason I said the defense stood strong is, remember, Everybody forgot Hilton got that pass interference on the one-yard line and Buffalo couldn't punch it in. Now, if they were that good, they would have punched that in and blew us out. But we stopped them on the one. 
So what does that say about the defense? See, people forget about those small details. That was a tired defense, a depleted defense, but they only relinquished 19 points. And everybody making a big deal about Stephon Diggs, but that has happened. That happened in the Philly game. Matter of fact, Fulgham, he had just as many catches and just as many yards. The problem was the offense put up 30 points that game. We only put up, uh, and they put up 28. We only put 15 up there. So until we get the offensive issues solved, we are not looking, we're not going to look any better. So it's the offense. Defense, to me, they're tired, they're depleted, but they are performing. They're still doing the job. Oh, I don't have a problem. I'm not, I'm not dis- disagreeing with you. But I will say this. Uh, for Josh Allen, you needed a, a little stronger right. pass rush. Yeah. And you need an answer for Stephon Diggs. I mean, yeah. Joe Hayden was out. That's part of the problem. I understand what you're saying. That's a lot of yardage. But at the same time, if you take away or mitigate that yardage in half, how much more would that defense have been impressive had they been able to do that? And Joe Hayden would be shadowing shadowing Stephon Diggs. No doubt. My worry with the defense is a little bit of overuse. I mean, when the offense comes out and they only have 24 minutes of of time of possession, that defense is out there way too long. When the offense comes out, yeah, and the offense is only converting one of ten third downs, get Zooks, man, that is really rough. So That's the problem. The offense is the problem. The defense isn't. The defense is still home and serve with all the problems they have. And like I said, yeah, they gave up a little, but you got to look at Josh Allen in the first half held the ball. Second half, he got rid of that ball as fast as Ben got rid of that ball. Yeah, right. he, he's getting rid of the ball quick. He got rid of that ball quick. And you couldn't really get him because he was getting rid of the ball quick. The times that he did hold the ball, we were successful. They but got the after him, there's no doubt. But here's the other part that he did well was when he got out on the flanks. You know, when he was able to get out of the pocket and scramble a little bit by himself more time. And that's right. that's yeah. one area, but look, um, I'm not disappointed at all. I know I believe that the elements again that created that 11-0 run, they're still basically there, and I think they have to yeah. recapture some uh, confidence and recapture a little bit of a little lightning in the bottle. But it can be done. It's there. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, like I said, I'll give up. I'll take 19 points all day by the defense. Because like I said, I don't count that pick six is not on the defense. That's on offense. Right. I'll count that all – I'll take that all day long. Offensively, we have to be better. No Period. question and about I, it. And, I, and, and, and ben, ben Nee is a big problem. That's why he's not getting under center. I don't think he's comfortable. He did it one time last night. He got up center one time last night on a run, but he did not do it again. And I think it's because he, he his knees – I don't think – I think that knee issue is more than an issue, and that's why he's in a, a shotgun. Well, it's interesting. I, I I tend not to agree, but you could be right. We don't know the extent. There's you know been talk about the knee. That's all we know. So, right. Anyhow, thanks for your uh, your point. I uh, love it, brother. Appreciate you so all much, right, you, Myron. All right. Hi, Myron. Man. You guys take care. Thank Thank you. Care and Merry Christmas to you, you, brother. Merry Christmas. All right, we're going to take a break. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and we'll be back with your calls after this.
Yeah, they book in halftime with quality play. And, and that's something that we always try to do. They had more success in doing it tonight. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. I like Stevie Ray Vaughan. You know, he yeah. does have the blues. He does the, the blues. The blues is, is And we, we have fabulous. the blues. Yeah, we got the blues today. We got today. the blues today. <laughs> we got a little bit of the blues, brother. Yeah, That's yeah. exactly so. Yeah, and... Uh, Mike Tomlin's got the blues, too. Well, how could you not? I yeah. mean, that's a game last night that was eminently winnable. Yeah. Um, and it's just, you know, it, it just turned around. Yeah. Tale of two halves, again, yeah. you know, and it's just unfortunate. But, again, I am uh, absolutely resolute in my belief that the elements that brought you to 11-0 and are still available and still there for you. Right. And they can turn this around and get back on a winning streak. And remember... You know, it wasn't too long ago that in 05 there was a 7-5 and five Steelers team that started to reel off win after win after win. And right. right now, yeah. it's still the same thing. They yeah. can do that. Yeah, so. that, 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 down the stretch, they can do that. That's they, it. They, they play uh, Cincinnati next week, uh, Indianapolis the week after, and Cleveland the week after that. That's right. And yeah. nothing. Nothing is better than watching the Escaloser in action yeah, at yeah, the end yeah. of the game. All right, let's go to Bishop in Houston. Bishop, welcome to the locker room, brother. How you doing? Greg, great, gentlemen. Uh, thanks for letting me in and uh, getting uh, getting in on this uh, doomy Monday we're speaking about. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> we, are, we are missing a lot of people. I mean, case in point, you know, due to COVID restrictions and all the such. I mean, if Wolf is on the sidelines last night, there's no way Tomlin takes it the way he took it. That might actually that might have been me getting air mail. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, hey, Bishop Wolf is with me in the booth now. Yeah, yeah I understand. I understand. Hey, so a uh, couple things. It's uh, it's interesting. It's like 40 degrees here in Houston, so it's, a really? little, it's got a little bird chill, a little bird chill to it. Okay. Um, so I, I hear everyone speaking, and I, I get it. You know, uh, as far as where we're at, we're 11 and two, and kind of how we got to where we're at, and now we are here. Um, you know, Tomlin would always, Coach Tomlin would always talk about breaking down the year in quarters. So if you look at it from that standpoint, the first quarter we went four and zero. Second quarter we went four and zero. Third quarter, we're three and one. We start off zero and one in the fourth quarter. You right. know what I mean? So we got get a couple wins here. We are in the playoffs. The caller before me hit the nail on the head. You know, I'm forty plus years old. I can ever since I can remember looking at scoreboards and just being a super diehard Steeler fan, like Steeler Nation is. It's never easy. It is going to be this way. This is what it, this is what we go through. And it kind of makes as Dr. Coach Tomlin always talks about the journey, the process. This is what makes it unique and fun. Cause it 11 to no, I mean, everyone was feeling good and all this kind of stuff, but I mean, it, we know it's going to be tough and this is some adversity that we're facing now. Mm. Um, but it's okay because getting through it will make it that much better. You know, Bishop, I like that. Yeah, and and Touch, this relates to you, you know, what you're going through. At the end of the day, we're going to get through it. When we get through it, we're back on it, and wow, what a journey. You know what I mean? So I look at 
the problem now, we cannot change what, how we got here. We got here from having the personnel that we have. We have had a tremendous amount of people go down. That's not an excuse. It is the reality. But that means people have stepped up. The caller before it said it too. The defense has held its own. Offensively, it's like a golfer. Our receivers, I'm an ex-receiver, and I, can, I know what Deontay Johnson is going through. <laughs> he is in his head. He cannot get out of his head. And he needs to understand that maybe even – I hope Deon, I wish Deontay Johnson was on this phone. But guess what? There's so much social media platform out there. He's hearing it. He's hearing it. He knows it. He doesn't mm-hmm. need not to hear it. Now he's trying not to hear it. But by trying not to hear it, it's making it worse. Deontay Johnson, you catch the ball, bro. You got this. You're good. He'll move on from this. He's young. The Steelers, as a receiving core, young. Ben has to take this thing over and get basically say, guys, we got here from throwing short intermediate routes. The vertical game will open up. Our running game, we can't change it now. I mean, we don't have the personnel. We don't have the Derrick Henry, the back in the back. We don't, we don't have that. We can, our, our passing game is going to open up our, our running game. And that's the only way we're going to win this and get down, down. We got there this way. We're going to have to finish this way. And we'll get some key players back. When we get some key players back, that'll start to help us. And I do hope these teams that feel really good about being on the sidelines and doing the little the, the, the shuffle and the dancing and all the excitement right now, guess what? Good for you. Because I hope to see you when it means when we win and you go home, that's it. Your season's over. Because I feel like we're going to get a lot of redemption this year on these teams that, case in point, Buffalo. You know, hopefully we'll see a, a, another team down the road, like, a, like a, the Ravens again in the playoffs or something to that effect. Um, I, 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 we're going to be fine. I get it. It's just right now we're, we're trying to the, – the, the boat is rocking. and We're trying to kind of like steady, steady it right now. We'll be fine. We'll get through it. We're missing some people. Some people just got to come back, and when they do, I think I think we'll be fine. Right. I'd agree with you. I, I agree I think with they're you. They're going to write the Bishop. ship. But here's the point. I will say this: I'm not giving up on the run game. I'm sorry. I watched that tape this morning, the first half. There was a lower pad level, and often there was one guy that did not get his block that could have that yeah. would have made a huge difference. You got to stay with it. You got to keep fighting for it. Because if you completely give up and say, well, we're going to just go with the short passing game, I don't think you're going to recapture the offensive um, capabilities that you had in the first part of the season because of this. The defenses now are, look at, basically when you're throwing the ball two seconds, you know what's happening? Corners are saying, just tackle a catch. Just right. tackle a catch. Just watch it, tackle a catch. <laughs> Uh, you gotta, you gotta keep attempting the run. You know, you and know? and we, uh, I agree. That was our philosophy when we played uh, San Francisco. Tackle the catch, right? Yeah. Okay, brother. And I, and I, and I, and I agree, and I, and I agree with what you're saying. It's just the the, the passing game is going to open up that running game for us, right? And, and 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 when we got the lead, everything changes. You know, Coach Tomlin has said that we, we're kind of putting ourselves behind the eight ball because there's some there's some key drops that are happening. Oh. Oh, you better believe it, brother. Everyone's addressed that. Yeah. All I know, hey, Bishop, this is the extent of my pass catching. On Fridays, I used to run down a jumping line with the wide receivers on Friday. And he used to. uh, And I I run a little little go route, and Bradshaw threw one up, and it bounced off my helmet. (laughs) 
and he said, you're fired. You get out of the line, you bring my confidence down. And that was the last time I got to run around. <laughs> that is, that's an awesome story. Hey, guys, I'm taking up enough time. All I right. you guys know. I love you. I love both you guys and a hey, hey, Steeler Nation. We'll be fine. Uh, we, we, we got this. We'll be fine. Let's just weather this. Weather the storm. We'll get. We'll get through this. Adversity makes us stronger. All there right. you go. Love you, Bishop. Love Merry you, Christmas, Bishop. brother. Merry Christmas. No problem. Yes. Oh, that was so good. Yeah. That was a good call. I like. Here's the thing about it. And one of the things. One of the truths that Bishop speaks is this. Historically, this is a a team that prospers in adversity right. in the face of adversity. Yeah. So. You know, oh my gosh, we're wrapping it up. Right, right. Uh, the the Godfather Stan Severn is next. All right, we're out of here. We'll see you tomorrow.